the Koi Gig Pod. As I said before, it's about momentum and gaining fans and gaining the support. And I think the girls have done that. It's another massive step for women's football. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. So many critics, these pundits. Generally speaking, I'd be a fan of off the ball. Exactly, and like Tommy knows football, obviously, listening to football pod the odd time. And when I was looking at the power rankings, and I thought that Jesus Owen must still be feeling the effects of these mushrooms. But they just dismiss you like, you, you know, you have nothing to do with the bloody occasion. Tommy, good morning to you. Morning, Jerry. Morning, Shane. Morning, man. How are we? We're good. How are you? Very good. That clip of uh, Tommy making Paddy Andrews cry. You're going to cry, aren't you? It was like the you know the the X Factor sob stories. Tommy just I should go on and cry. I yeah. shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said it because when I said it, I realised there was already a tear rolling down his cheeks. <laughs> so you were um, you were just thinking of the views. Yeah, look, it, it was great to actually record there. I know the, the, like it was the immediately after full time. There was a lot of emotion. Very hard to process a game straight away. Um, so a lot of that podcast on Sunday is is emotion and tributes to Cluxon and McCarthy and Fitzsimons and um yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was it was actually it was great to see that as well. That you know we all get caught up in the emotion of it, but I think it's different when it's your teammates or your brothers or your sisters as you know, players that feel when they're looking out there the big days. The hand of the shoulder from from James O'Donoghue as well. Yeah, nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classy touch from James. He's a classic guy. Magnanimous in defeat. He held up his hands. He got one or two calls wrong this year. Um, so he yeah, desperation. <laughs> but hey, lads, it's such fine lines. My God. Uh, well, it is such fine lines, but it's not fine lines that um, I like that I didn't predict that Dublin were going to be the number one about five months ago, Tommy. Not, yeah, so, not such fine lines. Hands up. Congratulations, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Not too late now. Yeah. Too late now. You all, you got a lot of nerve to say you are my friend. You just want to be on the side that's winning. Mm. That's what Roy hey. Keane. That's what Roy Keane was listening to in Saipan, by the way. A little bit of positively Fourth Street from Bob Dylan. Mm. Okay. There were there were efforts went there to get Owen Sheehan on with us this morning um, to have a formal, I guess, handover uh, post mortem on Kerry. But um, I'll Owen's, ring him here. Owen's still on the. You're going to ring him. He's unavailable. No, no, no. Unavailable for selection. Come here. Um, he, he was. It was Fitzsimons, Rock, and who was on the on the pitch there? McCarthy. McCarthy. Um, yeah. I only heard Ashling's interview with Dean Rock afterwards. Just how close mm. Rock and McCarthy are. Rock was talking about he really did not want to replay. I better kick this because if there's a replay, my wedding's got to be scotched. His wedding is uh, the week after next, I think. And uh, James McCarthy's going to be his best man. That's how that's how close they are. But then, so I was just looking back because at the end of Dean Rock, we kind of, you know, he hasn't been in the team this year. But his career absolutely ludicrous, mm. like absolutely sensational. So uh, he won. Where's the? I've just lost it here. He started his first league match for Dublin in 2015, after which he participated in 63 consecutive league and championship games. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, it's remarkable. Yeah. And so there's going to be a, a sluicing out of the system. Somebody, somebody said to me in all seriousness in the pub afterwards on Sunday night, <laughs> who's, who's a massive, who knows everything about Dublin football, those won't even win Leinster next year. I was like, 
I mean, what? No. Seriously, straight-faced, full celebration. They're not even going to win Leinster next year. This is the end. This is the end. I, I, like, who knows what's going to happen in the off-season? Like, who could have predicted what happened this year? Like, who could have predicted Manning and McCaffrey coming back in October? Was it Gilroy in mid-March? Cluxton in late March? It was hard to believe what was going on. And it was such a mental, manic season that it was difficult to process it and to say they're going to do what they're going to do. Like, they didn't just add a little bit extra to the team. Like, that entire All-Ireland was won by Cluxton, Mannion, McCaffrey's impact off the bench. Colin Beskell, who's come back to the panel this year. Like, his second half. Jer, why would any of them leave? Now, it's such a personal decision. Like, there could be any amount of reasons for going. They've done everything. But, like, James McCarthy was going around flaking fellas. That man could do that for another five years. Stephen Cluxon was 42. He was kicking 45s and freeze from behind. Do you know, like, he, he got 23 out of 23 kickouts away. 100% accuracy. Yeah. Why would he go? Michael Fitzsimons did a man-marking job on David Clifford and did exceptionally well. He had a very good season all year long. Like, there's no reason that any of them have to go. It just we don't know what's going to happen in the off season. We have no idea what's going to happen to the dubs. But Jack McCaffrey, I felt, said it afterwards in his post match interview um, at the banquet with Joanne Cantwell. He said, "Don't make a mistake here. Like we didn't come back to add another couple of medals to the pockets of lads that were full of them already. We came back here to show the younger lads how to win in All Ireland. And by God, have we seen just how good those lads are? And he said the next boys coming through are even better than what we were." That's the point. You're, you're, you're it's made... not true, though. They're not better. No, but you're, you're made in the pub. I hope not. I hope not. They're not better. If they are scary. better, then we're splitting Dublin in two. <laughs> well, three. They, Sorry, three. If they lose Rock, he wasn't playing. If they lose Cluxton, uh, Comerford comes comes back in. Granted, McCarthy would be, and you know, if someone like Brian Fenton were to were to leave, or or one of those lads who are on the level below with the thirty kind of. Well, there's the, the twenty nine thirty year olds who are. That Fenton, Davy Byrne, that era. Mm. There's there's talk that many of them are considering taking a year out at least. And look, I don't know. I mean, maybe they are and you can totally understand it. Maybe they do what Brian Howard did and they travel until January and they yeah. come back. And that's what everybody, like, go now. <coughs> Get it done. Even Howard said, even Howard said with you guys yesterday morning, how surprised he was when he got back at the standards that he walked into. Now, it's difficult to process it, but what does that say about the Dublin of the last two years, you yeah. know? Um, and, like, I heard Brian Fenton <coughs> speaking speaking afterwards as well, and the hurt that they felt over those two years of, of, of falling short, like, they, they lost by a point in two All-Ireland semi-finals. Like, the standards couldn't have been that low, you know? No. They could not have been that... They weren't that far away. But it was just obvious that we weren't watching the Dublin that we saw... In say that that felt like fifteen yesterday. That Ireland final win. They they did the right things. They did just enough, and they pulled away going down the stretch. It was a very very impressive performance from Dublin. I felt like they really went for it. I actually felt in twenty nineteen watching that All Ireland final, the first one, that history seemed to impinge them a little bit. That was a very young Kerry side in that twenty nineteen All Ireland final. Cooper was sent off early. Kerry should have won that day. Kerry should have held on that day. And it felt like the weight of that five in a row was on that Dublin squad. They were chasing history again yesterday. Like, 
it was such a motivating factor for so many of those players to see James McCarthy, Mick Fitzsimons and Stephen Cluxon walk up and collect their ninth All-Ireland medal. I do not underestimate how much that hurts Kerry as well. That their eight All-Ireland winner club has been surpassed. Now in 2020, they were taking level and now at the weekenders, a new club of nine All-Ireland winners. So um, history was there again this weekend. It was unbelievable stuff. It was, it was an unbelievable performance. Yeah, just there was a number of there was a number of that Dublin team that maybe because if you'd said before the game, Conor Callan, Conor Callan would be held scoreless. You know, a couple of them would have would have off days. You're thinking, all right, this is Kerry's to take. But like, there's just something about that last five minutes of a game because we often talked about the Dublin third quarter, but both Monaghan and Kerry nullified to a degree that Dublin third quarter in the semi final and final. And yet, towards the very end of the game, the experience came back in. Why are you smirking there, Jer? I'm reading Kevin O'Brien's tweet from Sorry. from the other day. The whole country wanted Dublin to lose today, which makes it just much better. Don't be jealous just because when news open just eat, all you see is your local Maxwell Garage deli bleeding culchies. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wrong with the Maxwell Garages. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to see them winning, Tommy, isn't it? As a Meath man and Kader man beside me here as well. You must be both absolutely delighted. I know, look, I, yesterday, I carried Dublin All-Ireland final. All you want is a great game. Like, yeah. carried, like that's not make any bones about it. Carry have won 38 All-Ireland. <laughs> you can't be <laughs> hardly neutral, the like, you know, <laughs> you know, as a neutral yesterday, I just wanted to see a great game. Um, we didn't we got, get it, we, got, we didn't get it, Tommy, did we? Ah, uh, we got, well, okay, it wasn't great, but in the circumstances, and with the rain, the tension, the yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. Like, Shane, were you in there yesterday? Like, no, no, I was watching from home, and, and you got that sense on TV noise. as well. It was tense, like, but but it no, wasn't Shane, a great game. Shane, the noise, Jerry. I don't know what like a Dublin carry all Ireland final. The noise yesterday was something else. It was, like, it was, and it was something else. So one of the things I was thinking about afterwards was that there were no minor fans there from competing from non-competing counties. Like, maybe there have been some times where the minor and the senior game are exactly the same under mm. the old provincial system and so that wouldn't have that might have happened before but everybody was there to see just that game and uh, there was certainly periods in the second half where it was like the place is shaking you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah I was looking and, and I actually I, I obviously it wasn't a great game a classic but just that tension the turnovers the manic like there was one phase of play I think the Dublin get a score from it where McCarthy's going through and he gets turned over then they forced the turnover back in, in the Kerry defence mm. but then Kerry went it back and they go on attack and I actually think they missed the chance or I think it maybe led to the, the Clifford Fitzsimons free that gets overturned which leads to a Paul Mannion equaliser at the far end like it was just absolutely insane it wasn't that you know phases of play where you know you keep the ball for three minutes and be conservative and you hold it and you go slow it was teams losing the ball taking chances and turning over I think the one thing the one big difference yesterday Kerry's trick went quick transition I don't know how I said it there. Kerry's quick transition can come from kicking the football. And they didn't really kick it yesterday. I think they rattled themselves once or twice. Tom Sullivan played a ball to Paul Ganey and it skidded over the end line. But when the dubs moved it, they moved it through the hands and they moved so fast through the hands. I don't think Kerry were doing that as well as Dublin did. And that they, they suffered massively from that. Um, because anytime David Clifford shot, it felt like he was shooting from a very difficult angle or under pressure. And one of the things I think he might learn as well, especially against Dublin, when he misses, it's a score. And the noise when he missed, and even if he showed a little bit of frustration, the noise from the Dublin fans, they were giving it. And I think that just sucked the energy out a little bit. So 
I don't know, there was one stage, I have to watch it back, but Killian Spillane kicked a brilliant point. And I feel Spillane had another possession. And Spillane should have spun his man. Spillane is just off the bench. He should have backed himself. He should have went for it. Yeah. And he slipped it to Clifford under pressure in the rain. And it just spills out of his hands. Like, there were just moments like that where I just think later on, a Clifford point is worth two there. And I know he probably knew that himself. And that, that Spillane point is on 66 minutes. And that, that was Kerry's yeah. first point in 15. So yeah. like they, that period from 51 minutes to 66, Kerry don't score until Spillane pops so it up. So their three-point lead but, goes to zero. Yeah. Dublin got a 7-2 lot. Dublin then, had scored him 7-2 from the 15 minute. It's absolutely... And, and the, the, the amount of influence Jack McCaffrey had on that. Yeah. Like when you watch... When you do watch it back, the amount of influence... Like like Paddy Clifford, I think he had scored the second of his third points when McCaffrey was brought, brought in. Clifford scores another. But then it's a Jack McCaffrey show after that. He's involved in everything. It's just... So I... I half think from listening to him that he's not going to stop McCaffrey that it seemed like he was just having the crack and enjoying it in a way do you remember he he spoke before about after the drawing game feeling sickened that he had to play again he'd had it in his head that the whole season was mm. over and that he couldn't face that and that that was, that yeah. was real but uh, speaking to Bernard Brogan about that yeah no that was that was powerful stuff talking about the the feeling in his stomach at the end of the drawn game, thinking, can't do this do again. This all again. Yeah. Whereas yeah. somebody somebody said he was off in Africa and came back and he was totally rejuvenated. And so I don't know. I mean, I think if you if he was to stay and if Mannion was to stay, well, then all of a sudden, I mean, as we know, that's a different ball game, and that might convince yeah, I, a few more of them to. I yeah, I genuinely don't think there's any point speculating over who's going to stay and who's going to go. I think Tommy, that, we have like, a long winter ahead of us. What are you talking about? Especially these couple of days, I think. You used to produce this show, for God's sake. I think they're totally elated at the moment, right? <laughs> and I don't think anyone's walking away this week. But when, you know, Monday Club enters week two and they're still going next Monday and they're looking at the club championship at the weekend and they're thinking about the jobs they have to go back to and the lives that they have to live. And I, I just think then they'll start thinking about it in a, in a week or two. I don't think anyone's thinking about it. I think they're all staying now. They're all going for 10 now. Well, Jack, which is scary. Wasn't someone saying Jack McCaffrey's working in a, in, in a hospital in Galway, so obviously he's travelling back and forth across the country for, for trainings. I don't know. Or, uh, people in Clontarf won't want to hear me saying this, but maybe clubs in Galway might be um, perking their ears up and trying to do a, a Shane Walsh job in this. But like those players, like that, that, that commitment and that work coming across the country for, for training, like that does take its toll. I'm not saying Jack's going to step aside, but like. That's only two hours in a row these days, and it's fine. I never, I could never, I'd never judge somebody for switching clubs because of travel. So that's hey. my here. <laughs> Let's keep going. Wow, it's not easy five hundred kilometer round trips. It's, um, it's not easy being me. You try one you life, try. Two, one life, two clubs. You try having a house in Mayo and one in Brussels and one in Dublin. You try it sometime. <laughs> that's the late late, isn't it? Uh, so there's no changes to anything, is there? No, there is, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we got through this. Oh, yeah, we don't have to do thirty-three to to to. to we don't, I don't want to relitigate Monaghan with Shane here, so uh, well, let's uh, just go straight uh, to. Uh, if you lose to the just, eventual winners, do you not go up and thirty-three or nothing for for what it's worth? Uh, no, so you don't. Our our final page for the final time this year: Tyrone are eight, Galway are seven, Armagh are six, Monaghan are five, Mayo are four, <laughs> Derry are three. Carrier two, and Dubliner one. Yeah. Swap the swap the top two there. Did you notice that? That's the only all change. year, yeah. all year Kerry. 
sitting no. high in Tommy's power rankings. Isn't that right? No, no, no. Go away spent Sorry, you're right. spent two weeks on first. Yeah. Yeah. Dublin own... Dublin has spent, I think I ha- I'd have to go through it. I think it's something like ten out of sixteen weeks in second. Or something like that. Like they've been second for a while. You were the no, fancy dance. You were the fancy dance, Tommy. You were the newspaper on the wall in the Dublin dressing room. They're like that. Those. Power I don't. Rankings. I don't think so. I don't think so. There could have been a quote from James Dunne who hanging up there, but I don't think it was the power rankings. To be honest. Um, yeah, like Jerry, you called it. I think it was back in April you called it, and I think it's easy to call it when you're sitting where you were. Oh, what? Sitting, but when you've it's, got it's easy the, to be correct, is it? And you were incorrect. When you've got all the pie charts and the, the stats on the walls here around me and you're trying to figure out the algorithm. Kerry were All-Ireland champions and they were still All-Ireland champions. Paralysis by Dean analysis. Rock, That's what Dean Rock got free in the 76th minute and went down, right down to the wire. So we had a good go of it with the power rankings this year. I, I would say we had a good go of you it. You tried your best. You got a few things wrong, certainly. I, I think we had a good season, lads. I think we had plenty of good discussions, good conversations. And, you know, I was hoping Owen Sheen would be here for the official handover, but... Best of luck with that fella next year because I had five years trying to produce him and that was a bloody disaster. (laughs) He's both approached it in very different ways as well. Like the the methods are completely different. Yeah, Owen makes it very personal. Owen's Owen's messages have basically dried up over the last 24 hours. I I, I have no no idea what part. We were actually getting more dispatches when he was in deepest, darkest Peru than we've got (laughs) since he's been back in Kerry. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I was actually with him. I know you you experienced the match with him on um, on Sunday. I experienced the post match debrief, and the Shanes are a great clan. They're all fairly upbeat, you know. They were like, "Look at, we feel like we had our chances and we didn't take them." So fair play to the Dubs, and they were all in good spirits. I haven't heard from them since, so I don't know whether the Monday Blues kicked in the next day, and they started realizing the opportunity that they let slip, just like twenty nineteen. There was a definite, uh, I was down in the Sheehan house in Farron 4, or the Fire East last week, and lovely breakfast, lovely spread put up by Carmel, and, and like the confidence in the house, there was a, a le- an air of confidence. Oh, one of the Kerry jersey out, there was, they have a big mosaic on the on the wall of the, of the uh, I guess, conservatory, or, or part of the kitchen, and Jerry, you're on it, I'm on it. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, a, there's a photo of you, yourself, and uh, yourself and Owen chatting to the family on air last year, and there's a photo of myself in my Galway jersey with Owen in his Kerry jersey before the All-Ireland last year, and... You know, it's, it's emotional. It's it's all the hey. league games. It's the, the family. It, there's basically, basically a shrine to Kerry football in the house. Like, hold on a second. They named their only daughter Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that says it all. I think that says it all. No, look at uh, if you're a Kerry person, how could you not be like the, mm. the, the David Clifford said after the game in the in the post match banquet, and I saw some Dublin people take offence to this, and uh, I didn't. I didn't really read into it. He said, "Thanks for all the support this year. We we're we're, we're sorry for not getting the job done." Sorry to the management. Sorry to Jack. We let you down. Hopefully next year we can right those wrongs. They feel like they have an official birthright to winning all Ireland, and they bloody well do. They're always in the mix. There are peaks and troughs, but Kerry are always in the mix. And somebody said it yesterday: when Dublin aren't winning all Ireland, that's when we should be asking questions. They have the biggest population. They have the deepest pockets. They should be there nearly every year. It's every other county that are trying to get there. That are trying to break up those two. 31 and 38. That's what, 69, is it? It's a lot of All-Ireland titles. Mm, nice. Over the last 100 and, 100 and 
40-ish years, is it? My maths are kind of falling short here. It's a lot of All-Ireland titles. Uh, where's all when you need him? He would have got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, uh, so uh, I got it too. Who's who is going to stop next year? I don't think all the dubs are coming back. I think while you're saying no point speculating, certainly there was a last dance bang off a lot of this, and I suspect yeah. that when the bodies are sore and the mind clears in two weeks' time, they'll be like, "My hole is sickened. I can't do this again. I'm finished." I've had I've I've literally climbed every single mountain that history has built for us. There are no more mountains. There are, there no, are more no more mountains. The there ten, are no more mountains. Henry Shefflin is ten. I'm sorry. I don't actually care. Like fair play to him. That's incredible. Yeah. My nine are amazing. Uh, and all the eights. Yeah, and Rena, Rena Buckley has eleven. So there's always one more to go. You yeah. Know? Then there's a bunch of eights. Like yeah. does Rena Buckley not have twenty between the? Oh, she could. She could actually have yeah. way more. Yeah. She's um, way more. Oh, football titles. Football titles. She's yeah. 11. Um, so look uh, I don't know I'd be very surprised and I wouldn't be terribly surprised if there's like a new management team who come in with like a and there are a new core of, of young dubs who are coming through and uh, then it's John Small and Paddy Small's team and Carly Basquel and uh, and who who knows who's left at the end of that but that's why I think he's 18 18 18 sorry it's close uh, I think that's why stopping Kerry this year was hugely important because Kerry could easily just have got on a roll and all of a sudden like if Kerry had won this and all the dubs were retiring next year you'd be like ooh Kerry had gone well, back to back Mick Michael Foley said it in his uh, Sunday or in his RT montage at the end of the game this wasn't about stopping two in a row for Kerry this was about stopping three in a row in 2024 like that's that was that was part of it like you know Kerry went to All-Ireland David Clifford went to all Who's stopping them next year? Nobody. Like, as you said, the lads who came back, the dubs, like, imagine the deflation they feel after putting everything into it, getting everything back on track, all the energy, all the emotion, all the secrecy to come back, you know? And then they fall short at the last minute because of a... David Clifford scores a wonder score from the Cusick and a wonder score from the Hogan. Like, that easily could have happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Such fine lines. Imagine Clifford rattled the back of the net with that chance when he went for goal. Do you know, like, it's... Imagine Gavin White, instead of going backwards, used the unbelievable pace he had to burst through. There must have been something wrong with him. There must have been something wrong with Gavin White because even his chase back afterwards, maybe it just dawned on him when he was looking at the hill that there was a goal happening here. But like, even his chase back isn't 100%. You know, like... But even then, I'm not... Imagine, Paul, imagine Paul Murphy slid and missed the ball and Shane Ryan saved it. Such fine lines. Or like, it goes wide. Uh, it could easily have gone wide. wide. Yeah. Such fine lines. And the dubs grabbed that game by the throat towards the end and they strangle the life out of it as they have done in 16 and 17 to Mayo as they have done so many times throughout the last couple of years they're an unbelievable team and as you said they've climbed every mountain they possibly can please just go away now yeah retire <laughs> come here um, who, who's, who's actually next in, well, like, your, in your pecking order I don't think Mayo are there don't at all, laugh to be honest. don't laugh at me but like Porrick Joyce, the continuity of staying on. Like, is Keane O'Neill going to stay? You had a very good conversation with Keane O'Neill. It was great to hear it the last day. If they can keep their team together, if they can continue their footballers and go away, there's plenty more coming through. They're building a group there. They have depth. It all slipped away so quickly this year against Armand in the last couple of minutes. They ended up drawing Mayo in the, in the, in the, in the pot and Mayo caught them in Salt Hill. But Sean Kelly, 
and Damien Comer injured. They're two best footballers, not right. And Mayo bet them. Silk the can't play as well. They, Silk, Silk wasn't there. Silk was never going to be back this year. But there's Sean McCarrens, Kieran Malloy. There's so many good footballers in Galway. And do you know what? The likes of David Clifford and Shane Walsh and Connor Glass need a bloody break. They're probably not going to get it for a while. I hope their clubs don't do well this year. Those lads look spent towards the end of the All-Ireland Championship. Sean Kelly too. They had such long years last year and they were going into a chaotic, crazy championship. I hope a lot of these players come back refreshed next February or March and we get to see them properly in action because uh, I do think Galway are going to be the mix. I do think Derry, who's going to be the new manager? Derry, is Kieran Mina going to stay in there? Is somebody new going to come in? Shane, your good friend Malachi Rourke, is he going to be hanging around Derry? I don't know what's going to happen there. Do you know, is there a chance that Derry come in and they're actually bring through some of these under 20s and minors and they're freshen up what they've got? Because Derry have hit a hit a level that is so, so impressive. I do think that they can go another level or two. So I think Derry could be in the mix. They could definitely do it a fresh start there. Um, Galway, Derry, Kerry. What's um, going to happen in Mayo? Kerry are favourites, right? What's going to happen in Mayo? It's going to be interesting. As we sit here you know, today. And let's not forget the fifth. The fifth-ranked team in the power rank is Monaghan. Where yeah. are they going to be next year, Shane? Tell me. Where are Monaghan going to be next year? Well, if they're in the final, they'll be third in the power rankings. That's all I can tell you. No. Where are Monaghan going to be next year? I think that, I think well, Vinnie Corley's first year as a move-on. We'll ask Conor McManus tomorrow in the studio. Do you know? Oh, brilliant. Well, me, oh, look, I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. That'll be good. But me, me of course, Talton Cup champions next year is that we had the Galway 98 team getting the centenary celebration or not centenary but the um, the yeah. commemorations of greatest day ever years. for Kildare fans in, in Croker on Sunday well, oh yay yeah. Dublin well, winning again hooray oh 98 magic hey before, before next year's final that's 1999 25 years on Meath mm-hmm. we've got the, the great Meath team coming on before next year's final looking forward well, to that Tommy do you know what that says to me Shane 25 years is a bloody long time for a county like Meath to leave our learnings go like for what they had built for those twenty years, so hopefully, isn't it? Isn't it? They Ashburn, get a bounce. Isn't it Ashburn next, GA club's fault? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. All right, what's that about? I'm not talking about that because I will not be allowed back into the county of Mead if I say what I feel. I cannot say what I feel. I, I cannot hear. I don't even know what you're talking about. Go on. If I speak, if I speak, I'm no. trouble. I go on. Give me, give me a hint of what you're talking about. Celebrate it, but like, just I don't know. Do it somewhere else. Like, come on. There was word that they didn't even show the Talchin Cup final in the clubhouse. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. But if Mead can take, and Cavan and Westmead, Westmead did it in the All Ireland series. Cavan didn't get the bounce. Mead need to get the bounce because there are fantastic young footballers coming through in Mead, and they need to continue that upward curve. And they would have got confidence from that performance in Crow Park. They've taken so many weapons there in big days. So hopefully, it is a winter in Mead where they're building on what they have, and there'll be loads of counties like that. Loads of them. Ashburn GA Club had um, was taken over by the locals who are all wearing their Dublin jerseys supporting the Dubs. Oh, the weekend, yeah. Oh. And there was a rumor. I don't. We have yet to stack it up that perhaps they didn't show the Telchin Cup final in the clubhouse. Maybe it was shown, but maybe it was undersupported. I don't know. But certainly, this is the 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 Dublification of uh, South Meath and North Kildare continues apace. Jesus, we will approach Ashburn GA, of course, for comment. We will. We have to. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Yeah, mm. go for it, Tommy. You Get came. Credit union on too when you're at it. You came. You saw. You conquered certainly Monaghan anyway. Oh, we had a bit of crack, lads. To be oh, fair, oh, did, it was did. very we enjoyable. We had good fun, and thanks to everybody who uh, engaged and abused me all year long. Um, and there was plenty of people who I think enjoyed the conversations we had. Um, got a great shout out in the Indo last week too. 
Well, you, you, you allow the rest of us to get abuse as well, Tommy, because anytime any of us are out and about, we get abuse for the power rankings, even though we have absolutely no say over it. It's Your decisions allow us to get abuse. That's fair, Shane. So, thank so you. I apologise for that. Now, you have you have poured petrol on the fire a couple of times this year. I have. Well, you could have fixed it. You could have fixed it. You know how, but sure. I, uh, no I'm, fixing. I'm looking forward to normal service being resumed next year and the power yeah, rankings. I know you are. Yeah. yeah. And then, hey, he deserves it. See you, lads. Thank Tommy. you. Here's Tommy. Tommy. See you, boys. Bye-bye. Tommy Rooney there, who's dead to us now. It's 9.36. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen again. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.